Bienvenido a Kaiser Permanente. El doctor ya te puede ver. Verá que aunque eres muy activo, ahora te cansas más rápido de lo normal. Verá que a menudo almuerzas comida rápida. Próxima ventanilla. Verá que pones a tu familia primero y tu salud tiende a caer en segundo o tercer lugar. <risa> y claro que verá que tienes el azúcar alto, igual que tu papá. En Kaiser Permanente trabajamos juntos para ver todo lo que tú eres y darte el cuidado que tú mereces. Kaiser Permanente, para todo lo que tú eres. <risa> Here we go. People are stupid. Live to tape. Welcome to Millennial 547, our season finale. I'm Andrew. I'm Laura. Oh, Pam, you're on mute. Oh, yeah, I, I am. Sorry. I'm Pamela, and I'm Pamela. <laughs> Which one do you want to use? <laughs> <laughs> That works. We're also joined by Pat, Mark, and Jewel, our social media manager. Hey, everyone. Welcome. Oh, hey, Hello. pretty people. Hello. Big party for the season finale, and we do this uh, Secret Santa every year. And last year, it was just me, Laura, and Pam, and we were like, well, this is easy to guess, so we should have on as many people as possible this time. So here we are, and it's great to have everybody on. It's a great way to send out the year. So we're going to have a lot of fun today. We're going to do a little year in review, some more decade in reviewing, and of course, we'll do our Secret Santa here at the top of the show. But I do want to say that a couple days ago, we hung out with a few of our bays on Patreon, and it was... One of the most eventful Bay Hangouts yet, I think, <laughs> right, ladies? Yeah. Yes. It's one for the books. <laughs> yeah. It was a good time. Yeah. Sean, one of our listeners, he's been a longtime supporter. He uh, he had a lot to drink. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> we almost got implicated in a Me Too scandal. So that Did was, uh, that got a little testy for a moment. I think I blocked that out. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Laura and I did. Oh, that's too real. <laughs> and then everybody kind of sort of like rose up and tried to encourage Laura to live stream her wedding to yeah, Mark. Yeah, Mark said, how much? <laughs> yeah, no, that's the thing. How I had much? like zero backup. I was like, doesn't this sound crazy? And then he was like, well, like, how much are we talking here? That was something that was on the table. <laughs> Is that what I'm worth to you? I mean, if I go to E3, then I mean, we could talk about it. We don't even know when the wedding's happening, so. Right, correct. There is no date. Do you want to announce anything today? <laughs> no. While you're on camera? No? No. Okay. 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 So just some breaking news for those of you at home who might have been signing up for healthcare over the weekend. Um, you will have noticed that on Sunday, which was the ACA sign-up deadline, healthcare.gov was not functioning. So if you were trying to sign up for healthcare at that point, you probably couldn't. Because of this and a lot of public outrage and pressure, the deadline has been pushed to December 18th. So you still have a couple of days to sign up for healthcare. If you haven't already, please go ahead and get on that. And then also... The House is going to vote on articles of impeachment tomorrow. I was kind of hoping that Nancy was going to hold this for my birthday. Yeah. But you know what? She can't do everything. So it's fine. Um, When is your birthday? Thursday. What are you, what are you doing? Anything Ooh, happy exciting? birthday. Nothing. No. Oh, okay. Nice. I, I'm not a big birthday person. Are you at least taking off work? Hell yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm starting my should, Christmas break early. Nobody should ever work on their birthday. Mm -mm. That's great. Yeah. So and we will do a breaking news as soon as um, he is impeached. Merry Christmas from the House and of Representatives. And we should just be clear that 
being impeached does not mean removed from office. Yeah. Um, that's it seems to be a topic that keeps coming up. Like once he is impeached in the House, which most likely, yes, um, it'll get punted to the Senate where it would then be their job to have a trial and convict or not convict. So mm-hmm. don't like get too celebratory just because tomorrow's vote passes does not mean he's being removed from office. Well, enough of Trump for the rest of this episode. <laughs> yes, please, God. <laughs> we won't utter his name once more for the rest of this season. I'm going to say that right now. If somebody fucks up, do we? can we have a drinking oh, rule? That's a, oh, good, that's idea. a good idea. If you, if you say it, you have to drink. Many How of much? us are having drinks tonight. I have some wine here. How much do we have to drink? I don't. Maybe a waterfall. Just like finish your drink. Pat wants that challenge. The stakes are high. (laughs) You forget in Wisconsin we drink for sport. Speaking of drinking, does anybody have any exciting New Year's Eve plans? I think we might be going to a friend's party. Yeah, play some board games and stuff. That sounds really nice. I'm kind of over going out out on New Year's. I I get Mm -hmm. so paranoid about making it home safe. Like, not because I would drive. Pat and I are going to go to Nashville, actually. We're going to meet up with a couple of friends there. Oh, that sounds really fun, though. Yeah, yeah. We're going to go to that downtown area, so I'm kind of dreading that, but we did pay for reserved seats at a bar because it's just going to be so hellish in that area. So that that will Mm -hmm. make it tolerable, and it includes some free drinks as well, so that's nice. So They don't have the scooters anymore, though, so it's going to be like way less fun. But that's better for you because you're not going to get mulled over by some drunk person on an electric scooter but i want to run over somebody else <laughs> they do actually have them there so my my construction company that i work for has an office in nashville and they did their office christmas party two weeks ago and my coworkers who went down there for it said that the scooters were everywhere so they are still oh. there oh great all right i'm gonna plow some people down can't wait <laughs> So looking back at the year that was, we saw that Merriam-Webster and Dictionary.com released their words of the year. Merriam-Webster's word of the year was they, which I think was a great idea. Mm-hmm. I really like that. You're hearing everybody use it now. And like I have definitely worked it into my daily routine. Even, even if I know somebody, if somebody is male or female, I'm probably going to use they. Well, I think also... I remember us, we've talked about this on the show before and how, you know, the use of they and just people's preferred gender pronouns has been a big shift for a lot of people. Sometimes Mm. you have people who make mistakes out of, you know, genuine ignorance. And then other times you have people who want to be douchebags about it. But I feel like especially amongst our generation, people have been really embracing of it. And it's really not that hard. Like, The way I think about it, what I like in this too is if you get a phone call and they ask to speak to somebody else that you're in proximity to and you tell this person, hey, there's someone on the phone for you, what what does that person say? What do they want? Because they don't know the gender of the person calling. So it's already something that we were capable of doing. Mm Mm-hmm. And people just need to be a little bit more intentional. I feel like I've seen a huge increase this year, too, and not just our generation or Gen Z talking about it, but it really is starting to resonate with older generations, too. Like, even at my company on our roster of where you can look up people, you have the option to add your Mm -hmm. pronouns to your Hmm. profile. And I think that's huge because... I, as the more that that spreads, the more that people in other generations who don't fully understand it will start to adapt to that as well. 
And people in the transgender community are just starting to feel included for the first time. And I mean, Mm -hmm. if you go on Twitter, a lot of people these days, whether you're a member of the LGBT community or you're just an ally, are using are sharing their pronouns right there. And that caught on like wildfire. Even my brother was doing it. Um, I have not yet. I should maybe get on that to show that I'm an ally. Dictionary.com's word of the year is existential, which sounds about right (laughs) as we think about climate change and everything else going on. We also asked patrons, what is your word of the year? Mana said enough. Mm -hmm. Tiara said, I don't, I have not heard this before. She said, instead of calling it an outfit now, it's just called a fit. I have a fit going. A jacket doesn't work with this fit. I've heard it everywhere, she says. Really? Anyone else hear this? Hmm. No. But also, I mean, I'm I feel like we have to recognize isn't everyone on this panel like at least 30 or nearing 30? Yeah. Close to. Are so, we we're too old? Maybe. <laughs> maybe. I mean, I remember when uh Fleek was apparently oh, a thing. Yeah. I never heard anybody use that word unironically. But I have it on good authority that it was a real thing. So I think it's just not cool enough. Kelsey said, my students have got me saying yeet and mood quite frequently. (laughs) I love yeet. (laughs) What is yeet? I have not heard of this. Yeet's a classic. do not like yeet. I don't get it. What's yeet? It's a catch-all. For what? Yeah, like that dinosaur that's like yeet. (laughs) Yeah, like if you say you had... Like the vine that I always think of is somebody hands somebody a soda and it's like, oh, here's a soda. And she goes to drink it and she's like, this is empty. And then she just goes, yeet, and then (laughs) tosses it down the hall. So it's like you throwing something away, kind of like discarding it, like just not. I've also heard of people saying like, going to yeet the fuck out of (laughs) here. Yeah. (laughs) Which just makes me giggle. Honestly, God, never heard that. According to dictionary.com, yeet is an exclamation of excitement, approval, surprise, all around energy, often as issued when doing a dance move or throwing something. Oh, I, I, like, I like the all around energy so it's part. Like yep. The new, what was that when you used to like throw something into the garbage and be like Kobe or something? Like <laughs> the new version of that. For two. I've heard the distinction is Kobe is for accuracy, yeet is for distance. Oh. <laughs> So if you're just like tossing something and you don't really care what goes in it's yeet. If you're like trying to, you know, make a basket across the room, then it's Kobe. Aaron said tea. Tea's a good a one. Tea, tea okay, has been yeah. a big one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spill that tea. Mm-hmm. Jemima, who was on the show earlier this year, she said eco anxiety. Oh, I haven't heard that Ooh. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes sense, though. Just that low lying feeling of dread and hopelessness when I think about anything environment slash climate related. Yeah, that sounds yeah. perfect. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, Megan said Luke, L E W K. Oh, cracks me got up. you. Yeah, <laughs> Luke. Kayla said, I know ghosting isn't new, but so many of my friends are getting ghosted more and more <laughs> that I'm hearing it almost constantly now. <laughs> Mark just uh. laughs. Funny thing about ghosting, though, is that my my poor mom, she's been trying to hire people to work where she works for a while. And she, she says that that's a problem. We had to explain to her what ghosting was because she didn't understand why people 
would like say yes to an interview and then never show up. And then she would call them. Jules nodding her head because she also works in hiring. Yes, exactly. Yeah, we were like conference calling with my brother who lives out in Portland. And she's just like, I just don't understand. Like, like, we just need to figure out how to like get rid of this ghosting thing that you guys are talking about because it's not cool. My brother just goes, Mom, if you can figure out how to stop ghosting, I think that like so many people would just applaud you because that's a problem (laughs) across so many um, you know, different platforms and, and lines of work and, and social situations. The reason I was laughing is because I was using ghosting wrong for like the longest time. Like I was confusing ghosting and icing. Wait, what is icing? <laughs> like killing someone. <laughs> it's like it's like a mafia thing. Like you got I'm iced. too wholesome for this conversation. Ghosting makes sense for that. You turn them into a <laughs> yeah. ghost. Yeah, I get so, it. So, but I was using the wrong one. I was like... I always thought icing was like cutting someone off. Well, well I thought that's what ghosting was too. Like... I'd be like, oh, I, I iced that person. And they're like, you killed them? And I'm like, no, 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 no. I just don't talk to them anymore. And they're like, sure. Well, if you stop talking right. to somebody, you did do the ghosting. So that works. Exactly. Um, in our Discord channel, Danielle is saying, I have finally realized I was old when my boss, who is 20 years older than me, came to me and asked me if I knew what a Visco girl was. I'm 31 and officially out of touch. I am right there with you because I had somebody at work ask me if I knew what a Visco girl was. And I was like, I don't. What? Nabisco? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? I love cookies. We had a whole conversation about this, too, because for I was really convinced that the Visco was those tiny, like, chapsticks that come in the balls, oh, but then those are Esco's. I was like, why are there chapstick girls? No, they like me for Carmex. See? Who knows? So what are they? Wasn't Visco some It's a lifestyle. It's like the... It's like the new basic bitch, yeah, right? But like oh. kind of wasn't Visco yeah. an app for photo editing? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not quite sure how the how the app and the lifestyle correlate, but um mm. I, I think that it, it just is another term for usually like a teenage girl and the stereotypes are that they are more natural, so don't care so much about boatloads of makeup are really into saving the turtles <laughs> they like scrunchies mm. and Certain um types of water yeah, I, heard the, I heard the scrunchy thing and yeah. i was like what? you know that that 90s girl that always used to wear puka shells and like the oversized um shirts Bring with like wolves shirt. and and dolphins oh. on them mm-hmm. me you mean like yes. all of us <laughs> that's visco but <laughs> yeah okay for 90s so I was a Visco girl in the 90s. Cool. Yes, we were, we are all Visco girls <laughs> at heart. <laughs> okay. Just to get through the rest of these real quick, Sean said, y'all. I've definitely picked up y'all. I used to hate when people said y'all, but now but I'm that's a good. Y'all. That goes back to the they. It's, it's probably my fault. You don't have to say you guys. <laughs> it is a good catch-all. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah, hate saying you guys, especially with you two. That's like gender neutral mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like great. Mm-hmm. There's the not South. like many great things that have come out of the South, but that is one of them. I was just going to say that. <laughs> That's a good one. Yep. Most progressive thing they've ever said. <laughs> I don't think don't that was tell them that. Oh no! But... no. <laughs> We're going to take back y'all. We're going to turn it into something horrible. Um, Jared said, "Word of the year: accomplishment." I've personally seen and felt a lot of accomplishments, and honestly, we're all still here despite the insanity of our world right now. 
Mm-hmm. Fair point. Yeah, and worth noting, Jared just finished his master's. Yeah, degree. congrats, Jared. Oh. Yeah, dang, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Nice. Kamal said, "Word of the year is impeachment, and phrase of the year is OK Boomer." <laughs> yeah, and that one blew up a couple months ago. <laughs> yeah, Ning said, "I've been saying shook a lot, so I'm going to go with that." And uh, I like Jessica. That one said my word for 2019 is wild wild is a good one too agreed while we're talking about words of the year it's time for a word from one of our sponsors of the past two years bioclarity bioclarity's routines were made to help keep your skin looking young healthy and fresh using only natural and gentle ingredients listeners of this show know that i'm a fan of all things green and natural it should be no shock that for me bioclarity was love at first use Ever since puberty, I've struggled with blackheads and red patches, but BioClarity really helped turn these issues around. Your health teacher lied to you when they said your acne was only a product of teenagehood. We are all in our 30s here at Millennial, and skincare can still be a struggle well beyond puberty. And clean skincare doesn't necessarily mean more expensive. BioClarity strives to create affordable options that are healthier for your skin, the environment, and your wallet. They have two routines to fit your needs, the clear skin routine for oily or breakout prone skin, or the essentials routine for normal skin and everyday use. Both routines consist of an easy to use three-step regimen that helps improve the look and feel of your skin and is packed full of detoxifying nutrients. These routines also include Floralux, which is derived from the chlorophyll in plants and can only be found in BioClarity. As someone with combination oily dry skin, this stuff has been a game changer by smoothing out my dry patches and not overwhelming my oily T-zone. BioClarity's products are 100% vegan, cruelty-free, non-toxic, paraben-free, sulfate-free, and artificial fragrance-free. Plus, with the 100% risk-free money-back guarantee, you really can't go wrong. Get healthier, more radiant skin by going to bioclarity.com. I love how this product has evened out my skin tone, and even better, these products are actually affordable. Right now, our listeners can save 15% off everything on their website. That's an incredible deal, but you need to enter our code MIL at checkout. Go to bioclarity.com and get 15% off everything on their website when you use our code MIL at checkout. We're streaming tonight's episode to everybody, whether or not you are a patron. So thanks to everybody who is joining us tonight. It's time now for our Secret Santa gift exchange. This is going to be fun. It always is. (laughs) I have to say, I'm still reeling from Pam's gift to me last year, where she gave me the star chart of the night I met Bruce Springsteen. (laughs) I have it up on my wall. I love it. So I love that you love it. I still wear my red panda onesie that Andrew got me And last I still year. use my Great. coffee maker. Aww. Good gifts all around. Excellent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I see Laura just topped off her glass of wine, too. So she's... If you want to know how classy I am, this is a plastic wine glass from Margaritaville. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, my God. Yep. That's, that's trashy. <laughs> that's the one I always use because I'm afraid of breaking them. <laughs> that is the one nice benefit. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. All right. So who wants to go first? I don't know how to even begin. Who Alphabetical last. order. That's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Alphabetical order sounds better because I haven't pooped in two weeks and I don't want to go last. Oh. <laughs> I'm so nervous. <laughs> oh, okay. This is, I should hold it up on the camera. This is an expansion to Joking Hazard, a, car- a card game that I've been playing and loving. Did I recommend this on the show? I can't remember. Probably. Probably. At some point. <laughs> 
Okay. This is a lot of fun. It's kind of like Cards Against Humanity. You make a comic strip, um, and it's really graphic. There's boners and blood and, and knives and all kinds of things. All right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I got taco holders. Yay. Oh my god! <laughs> did somebody tweet us about taco <laughs> holders too for you? Yes, somebody <laughs> did. Yeah. Wow the the brand here really high quality stuff kitchen kit for you. <laughs> 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 and I see on the taco holders they say tacos with an exclamation yes. point. <laughs> Very authentic. I'm Just sure. in case we you go. forget. Yeah. Wow. Fantastic. Um, well, I'm ordering Taco Bell tonight after the show, and I'm going to use my taco holders. This, this is very uh, high quality material these were made with because it's very heavy, real uh, silver, maybe. Cool. Thank you. So I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> so who would be next? B, C, Jewel, D. E. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Jewel. I was I like, I have this. no clue. <laughs> we know our alphabet. Jewel was pausing. I was like, oh my god, is she about to say she no, never got a gift? I got two different packages. Ooh, a box. Ooh. They're it's Mickey like Mouse ring. earrings. Aww. Oh, cute. Hard to see, but... Aww. I like those. Jewel is a big fan of Disney. Sure am. We'll just leave it at that. And a <laughs> book about animation at Disney. Oh. That's awesome. The Queens of Animation. Hmm. Specifically, oh, women in animation that. at Disney. That's like it was written for me. This is mm-hmm. so exciting. Thank you. Chelsea says Pat. Totally Pat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe he sold himself out. <laughs> um, so this is mine. I uh, think it's like distinctly book-shaped, which I'm totally okay with because um, I love all things literature. So I did pop it open before the show so that we wouldn't have like a ton of like rustling. But I swear to God, I have not peaked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we believe you. I was right there with you. Why I didn't. Would, no. Sure, Jan. I was playing Smash. I didn't see what you were doing. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's normal. So first, uh, $25 to shop at Shutterfly. So there's that. Shutterfly? Yeah. I think this was a coupon that came with it. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Ooh, this is pretty. It's classic horror stories, a whole oh, collection. I'm a cool. big horror fan. And this, oh my God, it has Lovecraft, Poe, Bram Stoker, mm. uh, all the good ones. Thank all you. All the good ones got you got me this. To. Yeah, it's I great. love this. That looks so Thank pretty. You. Like, I can't see it, but it looks it really pretty. It is pretty. It looks like it should be in a movie. That should be like a, a book in a know. movie. I know. Like, I expect to see Dracula, like, cradling this. <laughs> yeah. It's like that series at Barnes & Noble where they do the fancy covers and the... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, it's one of their exclusives. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Uh, I'll read this to Mark for bedtime stories. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> It'll be great. With a knife in her hand. <laughs> yeah. What makes you think that's not a normal night? Yeah. It's, it's normal. <laughs> Don't get any ideas, babe. All right. Let me open this up. It feels very clothy. Love a good cloth. All right. Oh, it comes with a. Oh, it's a. It's a red panda <laughs> shirt. And that's my dog. My oh my, oh my god! That's so cute. <laughs> What's it say? My Patronus is a red panda. Look at him. That is the, the red panda is that's casting adorable. a spell. <laughs> this is so cute. I'm definitely wearing this. 
and look, I got an E3 badge. <laughs> oh, my God. official oh badge. My God. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? Four day or however many days it is past. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> That's pretty great. That's exciting. So you you're finally going to E3. I guess so. <laughs> I mean, if I if I walk up with this and they're like, "Welcome in," I'm like, "Oh well, well I should have been doing this for years." <laughs> <laughs> this is a very big box. Okay. What is this? Booze and vinyl. This I don't even know what this is, but it's perfect for me. Oh. <laughs> Prepare to it's shake, stir, and just. Plain pour your way through some of the best wax ever pressed. That's really cool. Hmm. So I think it's like a, a drink hmm. recipe book, and then um, they correlate to different albums. That is right up my street. And a cocktail shaker. Perfect. Wow, somebody set you up. Oh. <laughs> awesome. I know. <laughs> Chelsea's saying this is Def's Laura, and John says, Yup, the look on her face gives it away. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe she's just had too much wine. <laughs> Probably. So this is glass number three. So get it. <laughs> bear that in mind. That's really good. Chelsea, Danielle, and K Sauce think I gave that gift to Mark. First thing is a follow-up boy sticker because they're my favorite. Perfect. <laughs> and then a Panic at the Disco sticker because I also love Panic at the Disco. My little pop emo soul. <laughs> and then this little guy ooh is a travel cold brew maker ooh. oh because i love cold brew that's a good idea because his parents are weird and don't have a coffee maker so he needs something like that when he's back in hmm. wisconsin it always freaks me out when i go to a home that does not have a coffee maker I'm like, yeah my grandparents what? do instant coffee and it's the bane of my existence <laughs> Ew. Ooh. Gross. My dad has just never had a full cup of coffee in his life. Like, he's maybe Ugh. had a sip of coffee, but that's it. Wow. I've never mm. had coffee, and I don't have a coffee maker. Sorry. What? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I think that you're better off because you... Ha and, and you get a pass because you've never had coffee. That's fair. Mm. I will say, so the other night, I had, like, a horrible headache. And it occurred to me I had not had caffeine all day. So I had a Diet Coke, and my headache went away, like, instantly and i was like holy shit this yeah is i had a stomach ache once and <laughs> i got a caffeine deprivation headache and even though i was throwing up i still drank the coffee and then threw it up after because i knew that's what my body needed but, it's so bad but jewel is there a reason you've never had coffee yeah it doesn't smell good <laughs> i mean i'm i don't like to try a lot of things i'm just a super picky eater in general so mm. how do you wake up in the morning um get a hot shower i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i once knew somebody who was like i wake myself up by hydrating like i drink water that's uh -huh. probably the way the normal people do it i mean yeah, i no, chug one of these the in the morning and then it. i still drink coffee <laughs> if i really need caffeine i drink a lot of soda but Okay. okay. Mm. So you still get some caffeine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but soda's gross. At least coffee's natural. And Pam, normal people drink coffee in the morning. That's yeah. true. <laughs> <laughs> I just I can't I, I I I wouldn't get out of bed if I didn't know that coffee was 
that I was about to have some coffee. Like, that is what gets me out of bed in the morning. Well, let's stop pretending that anybody sitting on this panel is normal. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. All right. So um, I think mine could have been anybody. So who looks the most guilty right now? Um, nobody's, Why are you nobody's basing giving it, it away. <laughs> Look at Pat's face. I'm going to say Jewel. It was not me. I'm going to guess Pat. No, you have to talk. This is a podcast. Nope. <laughs> yeah, but it's a visual podcast tonight. <laughs> no, not me. <laughs> I am going to guess Pam. It was not me, but that is kind of something I would do. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Three wrongs so far. Okay. I also feel like mine could have been a few people. This is going to mess up the game, but I'm going to guess Pat. You're right. Ah! <laughs> oh, there we go. Okay. Hey. Thank you. I really love it. I'm so excited to try. Now, Pat, you try again. Uh, Laura. No. Damn it. That's going to shake some people in the Discord. They were really <laughs> convinced that I was the one who got for you. <laughs> um, I'm going to guess Pam. It was not me. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. Okay. Jewel. Yep. Okay. Yay. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. I love it. You said you wanted something pretty, and I knew you liked horror, so I put them together. Yeah, no, that's Dude. perfect. Um, Andrew. No. Wow, everything I know is a lie, said Danielle. <laughs> says, I'm shook. <laughs> wow, these results. Wait, so who has not figured out who their person is? Mark hasn't yet. even guessed I haven't even guessed yet. yet. I know what he's guessing, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll say Mark bought mine. Now, Mark, you guess. I'll guess you. Yeah, so that was me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there is a picture of an old man on the badge. Did you notice that? Who is that guy? I can't really see him that well. Who is he? I, I googled inventor of video games, and <laughs> I don't know who he is, but <laughs> oh, apparently man. he invented the home console. Okay, yeah. I guessed Mark. Mark said no. Laura? It was you? It was <laughs> okay. me. Yeah. <laughs> thank you i'm so you're excited. welcome <laughs> i have to say um the person who tweeted us with the dinosaur taco holder came really close to the mark because i was actually about to get you those real taco holders that i got you as well so that you would have like nice ones but they had a unicorn taco holder that was like a pink unicorn and the taco stuck out of its butt <laughs> and i went <laughs> I was going to get you both of those and leave a note for you to open the unicorn one first. Uh-huh. But then I was like, oh, let me check his wish list just to make sure I'm not missing anything. <laughs> and then I saw that you had wished for that expansion pack. And I was like, uh. oh, I'll get that. So <laughs> uh. <laughs> I, I was about to give you like a dickish thing yeah. to like, but, you know, I love you. So Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, then I guess Mark got me mine, right? Yeah. So then Pam got me, right? Yes. <laughs> Yay! Yay. <laughs> Thank you. Connecting the threads. Yes. <laughs> that was a Pam gift to Jewel. Cool. Good stuff. Well, there we go. I'm exhausted. I know. <laughs> no, that was actually far more challenging than it has been in previous years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'd say. <laughs> so we're going to do a couple of best of the decade segments now. So we're going to start with best TV show. And I'll start. I don't rewatch television shows often, if ever, but Breaking Bad is my exception and Breaking Bad is the best television show of the decade. I have never been so obsessed with a drama until Breaking Bad. Um, it premiered in 2008, but it found its audience in the 2010s. So that's why I'm 
bringing it up here. And just Brian Cranston's Walter White starting as this like dweeby science teacher and rising to this meth kingpin. And it's all set against this Albuquerque backdrop. Like, oh, I just love it so much. And the 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 characters, the the plot twists, the cliffhangers, it's all so, so good. I've kind of a cop-out answer. So the first part of it is that I agree with Andrew just because of like Breaking Bad's rewatchability. And to be perfectly honest with you, it is perfect television from start to finish. Um, I've never seen anything that had such a perfect story arc. That said, if I'm giving it to a show that's the show of the decade, I have to think about something that was a cultural phenomenon and kind of took us all by storm. And that's Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. The last two seasons notwithstanding. <laughs> um, the the first four seasons of that were really also perfect television. I mean, the writing, the dialogue, because they still had George R. R. Martin's books to pull from, was just stellar. Um, and, you know, we were all so into it. And even though a lot of us were pissed off at the end, we cared enough about the story and the characters to stick with it until the end, even though it was um, brutally bad storytelling at that point <laughs> yeah <laughs> certainly the most talked about tv show of the decade i would say mm -hmm. yeah i kind of because i love television so much and we are in the prime of it i made up two different kind of categories for best of the decade so ones that like solely were just within the decade i said obviously game of thrones for drama and then i think one that picked up a following and now is kind of exploded would be Schitt's Creek for a comedy. Mm. And then I decided to do ones that started pre like before the decade, but then it has spanned throughout the entire decade as well. And I would say drama would definitely have to go to Grey's Anatomy. We're in season 16 now, and I still love every second of it. And then comedy, I said Modern Family, because it is one of the longest running comedies that did start before the decade. So... I like made my own There's, little category. <laughs> it's weird watching that show now because the kids are adults. And if you haven't watched for a few years, you're like, where did the children go? Like, <laughs> Yeah. I also f agree with Laura that you can't deny Game of Thrones' cultural impact. And I do feel like it deserves the title of best show of the decade, regardless of some of the creative choices. But because I figured that we would land on Game of Thrones anyway, I also picked another one for variety's sake. Um, and I picked the Gilmore Girls revival, not necessarily because I think it's completely flawless, but again, because it served as like a cultural touchstone. And as a fan of the original series, it was just really cool to get back into that world and to see all of the actors come back and just to be in that fan base again with so, so many people who grew up watching that and also were really impacted by the storytelling that Amy and Daniel Sherman Palladino did. Although I will say, after that ending, I feel personally victimized. <laughs> I think we all do. By the Palladino. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, but, but look, we'll always have Mrs. Maisel. <laughs> Accurate, yes. I think, too, those actors like fell into that show so easy again. Like nobody missed a beat with getting that getting back into their characters from it either. Yeah, even like Liza Wheel, who plays Paris, it she is a a force, and yeah. 
just to see her inhabit that character again was amazing. For me, it'd have to be the Netflix Daredevil because, like, I think that was the first superhero show that people took seriously. Like, it was actually, like, a straight-up drama and, like, the acting was great. The dialogue was great, especially um, Mm -hmm. Vincent D'Onofrio. He was a great kingpin. And, like, it it just felt like you were watching a a crime drama that just so happened to have superheroes in it. It wasn't like superheroes over the place. It was just, yeah, Daredevil's here, but you get to see him be a lawyer. You get to see like the whole underground, you know, crime world. And all those characters were justified and were actual characters. Like none of them were plot devices. Like they were all fleshed out characters with their own story and motivations. And that kind of paved the way for all these other more serious superhero shows because before mm-hmm. it was like smallville which i mean smallville's cool and all but you can only see them go crazy with some different color kryptonite of the week for like the hundred shaman you'll go i wonder what's gonna happen now yeah it's very procedural all those um other superhero shows like yeah, even exactly. lois yeah, and clark exactly. which i also enjoyed very much Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I mean, but, I loved those shows for what yeah. they were, but like, like what's like, the I villain of the week? <laughs> yeah, it's like, like I loved Heroes, and Heroes kind of set itself mm-hmm. apart too because it was like Siler. Siler is the villain of Heroes, where like yeah. all these other shows is like, okay, it's Lex this time, but this time it's this weird Kryptonite monster, and now it's a water monster, and now it's a whatever. But there's like, always a bug monster. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so my show is Brooklyn Nine Nine. It started in 2013, and it's so smart and funny and when it almost went away and then got revived by NBC it was like I didn't realize how much I needed it in my life until it was gone for that day or two and it's just my favorite show of the decade yeah people were really excited when that got saved Mm -hmm. and I feel like we have to have a couple of honorable mentions here just based on some feedback we're getting in the discord oh I have so many Um, Oh, I know. Yeah. So yeah. the the first couple of seasons of The Walking Dead. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That mm-hmm. was, yeah. That was like the big stellar deal. TV. Mm-hmm. Apparently. At least the majority of it. Yeah. yeah the yeah. majority of The Walking Dead was in this decade. Um, also, Sherlock. Ooh. Oh, so yeah. Good. Yeah. Shit. How did yeah. I forget about that? Yeah. I know. Except for the last season. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's my caveat with every TV show except Breaking <laughs> Bad. I'm like, oh, last season. Look, it's, it's hard to write an ending. Mm-hmm. The endings are hard. So I'm so nervous for Supernatural this season because the series has mm-hmm. been so good. Also House of Cards. Uh, yeah. yeah. First couple seasons. Yeah, I guess you're mm-hmm. right. We didn't even finish watching the last season. It just got boring. It was terrible. By the way, Laura, I opened up your Joking Hazard deck enhancement one, and I told you they're really dirty cards. I just found a couple of dirty yeah. ones. For example... Here's one of the characters licking his own asshole while the other person oh watches. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! That's like that's like basically a portrait of me and you. So it's yeah, yeah. I'm I'm licking my own asshole, and you're like Andrew, not again. <laughs> and and this one, speaking of butts, says my anus is ready, and he's whispering <laughs> it into the other guy's ear. It's a really fun so game. So fun. <laughs> uh, so best fuck up of the decade. I was stressed about this category. I could not think of anything. And then, thank goodness, I did think of something. Um, It was the best picture flub at the 2017 Oscars. Mm. I don't think there is anything as genuinely shocking Mm -hmm. over the past 10 years that was televised live. (laughs) That's when they got that wrong. What was that again? Remind those of us who are not. (laughs) Oh, don't you worry. So here's what happened. 
and the Academy Award. He's pausing because he can't believe what he sees. For best picture. You're impossible. Come on. La La Land. So La La Land is announced as the best picture winner. Mm -hmm. Warren Beatty was given the wrong card to read and he opened it and he saw Emma Stone and you see in the video he looks off stage and is like guys what the (laughs) fuck this is wrong Emma Stone is not best picture but underneath is La La Land so he just says that Um, and he was pausing and everybody thought he was just trying to dramatize the moment Um, and then he hands it to Faye Dunaway to to, to do the fuck up instead of him (laughs) Oh my god then a couple of la la land's creators are talking and this goes on for two or three minutes and you see behind them people starting to run around backstage and then this happens we're standing on your shoulders we lost by the way but you know i'm sorry no there's a mistake moonlight you guys won best picture (laughs) this is not a joke this is not a joke i'm afraid they read the wrong thing Oh man! Everybody's just. This like, is not a joke. Moonlight has won Best Picture. Moonlight, Best Picture. He hands and shows the card. Jeez. I mean, I still remember. So I covered these for Hypeable. Not there, but I was at my usual Oscar party, and you know, La La Land. You know, update the Hypeable article. Article. Close the laptop. Go pack it in the bag. You know, it's time to head home. <laughs> And then we all like tune out because the Oscars are over. And then that happens. And we're like, everybody's like, holy shit. So that was just crazy. Anybody else remember that moment live? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot how awkward it was. Yeah, now that you've played it, I do remember that. I actually remember this was in 2016 or 2017, right? I remember there, I think it was The Onion put out a spoof article being like, after it's Oscars loss, La La Land can be out can be found out, like, in the Chappaqua forest hiking, <laughs> much like Hillary Clinton was after she lost the election. That's great. That's great. <laughs> and, like, I don't know. It kind of sucks, too, because aside from the, you know, embarrassment and the awkwardness and, like, yeah, we all feel bad for La La Land, but Moonlight is a masterpiece. Yes. And mm, I do 100%. feel kind of bad that it's always going to be linked to that flub instead of people mm-hmm. just saying, mm-hmm. oh, Moonlight, that was an amazing movie. You know, now it's like, mm-hmm. oh, Moonlight, it's good. But do you remember what happened at the Oscars? How about any other best fuck ups of the decade? Um, I'm going to give mine to the rollout of Apple Maps. <laughs> 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 um, it was so bad um, to the point where if you look it up, you can find... Uh, images from the first, like the initial rollout of Apple Maps in which national landmarks like the Eiffel Tower are completely flat against the ground instead of being like depicted three-dimensionally. I also had friends, I did not yet work at Apple at the time, but I had friends who did, who were literally taking screenshots showing if they were trying to do walking directions to somewhere across the street from them it would either like not recognize that location even existed or it would map them to like walk around the block mm. to come back to the place that was literally just across the street. Um, there were also yeah. numerous issues with it not recognizing roads or recognizing roads that didn't exist. Um, it was it was such a bad rollout 
that Tim Cook actually <laughs> formally apologized to Apple users, which is not something Apple does super frequently. Um, and this was because they had to make 2.5 million corrections to the <laughs> app crap. based on user feedback. It was very bad. It was really, yeah. It's still, yeah. Am I, I haven't really tried it anymore. I'm just loyal to Google because they're always going to be years ahead of Apple Maps. So why yep. even bother with Google Maps? Yeah. Or why even bother with Apple Maps? I use Apple Maps now. It's fine. <laughs> but it was so bad that even at the time, Tim Cook recommended that Apple users use an alternative mapping app. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. This app will kill you. So please <laughs> go with Google. Um, I, I picked something more recent. I picked the SNL debacle with Shane Gillis, who was hired to be mm. a new cast member. And then we all found out he was racist and just proves that the public can vet candidates way better than anybody else can. I think that that was just like such a big uh, cultural moment too. And I really hope that SNL thinks twice next time. We'll see if it actually causes a ripple effect, but or it was hires a huge a better vetting team. Huh? Mm-hmm. Or hires a better vetting team. Right, right. Well, they just That's like didn't do it do. at all. Um, yeah. And just assumed that in 2019, nobody would, would look into this guy's history. So... Mm -hmm. We never really looked into Jewel or Pam when we brought them on board, Laura. I wonder if we should have done that. <laughs> I think we both have questionable history, too. So. <laughs> I don't think we can right. judge anybody. That's the show, being questionable. So I guess, really, right. we can bring on anybody. It doesn't matter. Right. Everybody fits in. <laughs> um, I was going to say, I think, I mean, we all know what the biggest fuck up of the decade was, was the 2016 election. But... <laughs> If we go pop culture wise, I think the John Travolta Adina Menzel moment <laughs> was prime. So bad. Really the empowering song "Let It Go" from the Oscar-winning animated movie Frozen. Please welcome the wickedly talented one and only Adele Dazeem. What he says, Adele Dazeem instead of Adina Menzel. <laughs> Oh my god. Even I know who she is. Right? And that became a massive meme in like the theater world. Yeah. We were all like, wait, what? She but Laura, you're like a total rent head, so you would know. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Didn't they so, also bring him back another year to make up for that? I Probably. think so. Maybe in preparing this clip, I found an interview with him on Jimmy Kimmel where he was explaining what happened. He said, long story short, he was very flustered being rushed backstage. And then they said they wrote out her name phonetically on the teleprompter. And she, he just read that and been so flustered by being rushed up. He just read it. But when it's spelled out phonetically, you're supposed to say it perfectly. So I don't believe his story. No. I think he had a, a little stroke or... <laughs> Just completely <laughs> lost his mind. Scientology got to his head. Don't they also practice? Like, he had one name to say. Did he not and practice somebody... it before being rushed around backstage? Right. And, and she's a colleague. Right. right. Yeah. He did and musical theater. Icon. She does musical theater. <laughs> it's weird. I don't believe his story one bit. <laughs> you can watch it for yourself on Jimmy Kimmel. And uh, let us know what you think. But yeah. So then, of course, Idina Menzel performs, but nobody's thinking about her performing Let It Go. They're thinking about what the hell just happened with John Travolta if he was okay. <laughs> if that were me, I would have changed my like Twitter handle to the flub name. <laughs> <laughs> 
well yeah i mean and then poor idina like she has to suffer through that for the next five years i mean people still bring that up from time to time yeah i mean it did take synonymous with flubbing some of the pressure of her having to sing that song because she can't sing it live so i thought of two different fuck-ups the first one is movie pass Oh my God, oh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that came and it was so exciting and it fell apart just as quickly. And I mean, it led to great other programs. Like I have AMC's um, program now and I love it, but MoviePass was fun while it lasted and then fell apart immediately. For a while, it was like 30 or $40 a month and then they lowered the price down to $9.99 and that's when it went viral. Mm-hmm. You could see as many movies as you want wanted just for $9.99 a month and at, at virtually any theater and they weren't able to make money that way because yeah. of course not. Yeah. No. And when it was getting near the end, they started cutting out the number of movies you could see and you couldn't see like the opening weekend movies anymore and then you couldn't see certain movies at certain times and then it was just not worth it at all so yeah yeah when it first started like andrew and i were seeing what like six movies a month for a while the other fuck up that i thought of was um the dc extended universe <laughs> like Justice Good call. thank you yes yeah. <laughs> so i mean they had some they've had some good movies out of it but overall as a universe it is not done well. Shazam was good though. I just rewatched yeah. that. Yeah, yeah Shazam, Shazam and Aqu- Aquaman were pretty good. Aquaman I liked because it was self aware. Like it knew what it was. Yeah. It wasn't like super gritty. It was like yeah, it's 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 Aquaman. <laughs> like it's. Well, Shazam. I feel like that was DC finally realizing they can't try and copy the Marvel model. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I so, even that stop. though, Marvel's nowhere near as dark as DC was trying to be. Like they were trying to be super gritty, which. Thank goodness Shazam came around because that was that was like the perfect amount of like, yeah, it's a superhero movie. It's a kid. He has powers. This is what a kid with powers would do. I would also like to give as an honorable mention fuck up of the decade Brexit. Yep. Yep. You know, no shade, though, because you see what we've done in this country. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think for my two, it would be first would be the Tesla truck. The excuse me the <laughs> the the baseball thing where you the window the yeah, glass the, and it shattered that He's was like, really bad. This glass is unbreakable. Psych <laughs> throws live throws on stage. Steel ball at it shatters. Oh, try the other window. Also shatters. <laughs> yeah, you, you should just stop. You should be like, oh, that window wasn't. We forgot to replace. But the other ones are fine, and then just roll it off stage, and that's it. I bet if he so yelled one, heat, it would have been fine. <laughs> the the truck would have blew up if you would have done that and as if it wasn't embarrassing enough that this thing looked like and i'm quoting you here babe ps2 graphics it did ps1 (laughs) graphics it looked like a ps1 graphics graphics truck in like grand theft auto or something it looks silly um, yeah but uh that and i'd have to say the sonic movie (laughs) oh yeah but how do you feel about the redesign oh that's great I feel like that's great, but like I feel like whoever made that original, whatever team approved the original one, I, I find that shocking because I'm like, did no one play Sonic? Did none of you guys? Yeah, it's at weird. All? Yeah. You know, like it it was it was it was strange because like, and you've seen other people do it too. Like you've seen the Scooby Doo movie where he was quote unquote live action and he looked like Scooby Doo. Mm-hmm. He didn't look exactly like the cartoon, but he looked close enough to be like, oh, it's Scooby Doo, mm-hmm. cool, but like. 
Okay, that that yeah. one, that first cut was 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 rough, real That's rough. That's probably the biggest character fuck up ever. Because you think of all the other animated movies, like Nickelodeon's mm-hmm. never had a problem with Rugrats, SpongeBob, Wild Thornberry's Doug. Like you know, they get it. And then we got all of the Pokemon CGI, and those were fine. Oh. Oh man, the Pokemon Fantastic. movie. That was beautiful. Oh, like every like I I watched that movie and every like two seconds, like, oh my god, it's Bulbasaur. Oh my god, it's Squirtle. Like and yeah. it, they all looked so good that I was genuinely excited to see all of them. Like, yeah. oh look at Snorlax sleeping in the street. That's awesome. Like Oh, and then you then I saw Sonic, and I was like, "Yeah, this is not the same thing. Not even close." That's enough about fuck ups. We're going to hear Pam's best albums of the decade coming up we said pam you're the music queen the music expert let's hear from you but first if you have made a mistake this year and you just want to say i'm sorry or if you want to let someone know how much you love them our final sponsor of the year is lovebook lovebook lets you give a loved one the most unique gift imaginable a book that's easily made by you to share how much you appreciate them This is for a family member, a boyfriend or girlfriend, a best friend, anyone who is important to you in your life. What you do is you go to lovebookonline.com slash M-I-L-L and create you, your loved one, and more people if you want. Then you pick what type of book you want to create, like an anniversary book, an apology book, a reasons why I love you book, and it'll automatically populate the book with pages that work with the theme. Then you can dive into each page and make the characters do and say different things or leave it as is if you're lazy. The point is that you can make it as personalized as you wish. From the art to the backgrounds to the colors, you can add and remove pages. You basically get to become an author. Pam, Laura, and I have all created these. And Mark, you were actually the recipient of one, right? Yes, I was actually really impressed because at first she was like, oh, yeah, I made you a book. And I'm like, that's kind of lame. But I was, expect- <laughs> I was expecting like a like cardboard, not cardboard, cardboard paper and stuff and like glitter on right. it. But yeah. like it was a legit book. Yeah, I mean, you did a great job. Thanks for the endorsement. And that's what's so great about it. You can look like you have your shit together with Love Book. If you're in need of a gift for a loved one this holiday or for their birthday, or for another special day, get on this. I truly cannot think of a better gift for somebody when you're looking for something that'll surprise them. Visit lovebookonline.com slash M-I-L-L to receive a special 20% discount only for our listeners. Again, visit lovebookonline.com slash M-I-L-L to receive a 20% discount only for our listeners. Don't miss out on giving a loved one a special gift this holiday season. You see commercials on TV for gifts that purport to be special. No, this is special. This is really cool. This is a gift that'll last a lifetime. And that's it. Those are our sponsors for the year. And I just want to say thank you to all of you out there who have used these URLs and promo codes. It's really important because it lets the advertiser know that the ad we're doing on the show is working. And we use that advertising money to run the show because Patreon isn't enough. So thank you so much for um, helping us out. And thank you again to our sponsors this year. I got to say, it's cool that we have sponsors. Like, that's cool shit. You know? Also, we really choose to work with sponsors that we believe in. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fun part about sponsors is Lovebook is a great example of one. Um, I had used Lovebook long before we ever heard from them about them sponsoring the show. So when it came along, it was like an easy yes. And mm-hmm. we've had that with a few of our sponsors and the ones that we weren't familiar with beforehand. 
we've really come to love and and we really appreciate those partnerships. Yeah, definitely. All right, Pam. So this was a big task for you. Yes. But the best albums of the decade, what do you think they were? So I've been letting you um, advertise this as my list of the best albums of the decade. It's not really that. (laughs) I feel like I need to add the disclaimer. It's my favorite albums of the decade. So I picked one album for every year. But I did pick an overall album, which I feel like is the best album of the decade to compensate. But I just want to toss that out there. (laughs) Okay. Um, because best best albums of the decade that would actually um I would have looked at much different criteria. Um, so yeah, these are just the ones that I enjoyed. So we'll start with 2010. I guess I'll just run through all of them, and then if you guys want to talk about them after, we can. Or if yeah, you any, well, anybody them. jump yeah. in as Pam is announcing these. Yes. So for 2010, I picked an album that I've mentioned on this show before. Um, I picked Interpreting the Masters Volume 1, a tribute to Daryl Hall and John Oates by The Bird and the Bee. And then for 2011, I picked Adele's 21. For 2012, I picked Kendrick Lamar's Good Kid, Mad City. For 2013, I picked Lord's Pure Heroine. For 2014, I picked 1989 by Taylor Swift. For 2015, I picked Emotion by Carly Rae Jepsen. For 2016, <laughs> who was that? <laughs> Me. I hate Carly Rae. All the gays are obsessed That's with her. That's why you hate her. But honestly, like, a bold uh, declaration, but I think that might be the best straight pop album it of the It is such a good album. It's not for straights. Mm-hmm. Start to finish. Even her B-sides are really good. Andrew and I keep fighting because I think Carly Rae Jepsen is good, and he thinks mm-hmm. that Katy Perry is, and Carly is way better than Katy. Katy Perry rocks. 100%. Katy Perry is inconsistent. Exactly. Whatever. I'll roar about this later. Go ahead. <laughs> 2016. For 2016, I picked uh, Frank Ocean's Blonde. For 2017, yes. I picked Tyler, the Creator's Flower Boy. For 2018, I picked the 1975's A Brief Inquiry into Online Relationships. And Such a good for album. 2019, I picked Lizzo's Cause I Love You. Also accurate. It's a good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for my uh, pick for best overall album of the decade, I picked a little unknown number from 2016, Beyonce's Lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. You gotta. <laughs> yeah, you got it right. Mm-hmm. Lemonade is a masterpiece, and and just like how Beyonce has been able to revolutionize um, some of the more archaic aspects of the music industry is incredible. Down mm-hmm. to not even spending a shit ton of money to promote her albums and surprise dropping them whenever she wants to, um, or only releasing them on certain streaming sites and not others. Those are all power moves, and. It's kind of been amazing to see how she's setting those trends and then other people are following suit. And I think it's cool that you we've been able to see her move or not move, but evolve genres throughout her career as well. Like she's really established and changed the way that R&B is recently going from her pop days to Lemonade being her most R&B album as a solo artist. 
And also very quickly, just because we're talking about Beyonce, I did want to give a brief shout out to uh, Solange's 2016 album, A Seat at the Table. Yes. Because when you're talking about R&B, I think that um, in a lot of ways, A Seat at the Table is even more intimate than uh, Lemonade, even though both of them talk about the experience of being Black in America. So if you haven't spent any time with Solange's 2016 release, I would 100% recommend it, especially if you enjoy the storytelling that Beyonce is able to do in her music, because I think that Solange is incredibly underrated and she's amazing in her own right. So lots of talent in that family. And I think if you want a further celebration of that experience, definitely watch Homecoming on Netflix. Yes. Mm -hmm. This was, this was not a concert. It was an event. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, that's, it was amazing. It's so funny because for 2019 too, I thought that it would just be easy to find like my favorite album. But there were a lot of contenders, and the Homecoming album was one of them. And then I made peace with the fact that I knew I was going to pick Lemonade for best album of the decade. So I felt better about that. But even just the recorded version is amazing. So instead of recommendations this week, the traditional recommendations, we're going to do what I'm calling lamely pre-recommendations. Maybe early recommendations sounds better. I want to know what's the one thing in pop culture we're really looking forward to in 2020. And I'll just get my boring answer out of the way first, because only like five people listening are going to care. Uh, my husband, Bruce, is probably touring with the E Street Band this year or in 2020. I am excited. This is what I live for, period. It's what I live for. Sorry, Pat in Brooklyn. I'll take so <laughs> I, I'm I'm looking forward to that towards the end of the year. I'm going to say I'm really interested to see how things are going to go in the Harry Potter fandom over the next decade. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how the Fantastic Beasts franchise hopefully recovers from uh, the crimes of Grindelwald stumble <laughs> that happened last year. Um, also, just... Since I've been back on MuggleCast for the last year, I feel Aww. more entrenched in the fandom than ever. And, you know, I think back in the day, we really thought, okay, once book seven comes out, once the last movie comes out, it's done. But it's so not done. And as we talked about in the last episode of MuggleCast for the year, there are a lot of exciting things coming for the fandom. And I won't spoil everything that we talked about. But needless to say, there is a lot to look forward to. So that's my choice. Harry Potter. Check out that Decade in Review episode we're mm -hmm. doing on MuggleCast. I'm really proud of good. that. Yeah, it was fun. Um, for mine, I picked um, the James Bond movie that's coming out. I, I'm actually a really big Ooh, James yeah. Bond fan. And also for Fleabag fans, Phoebe Waller-Bridge did the rewrites for the script. Yes. The trailer <laughs> looks really cool. And I'm I'm just really looking forward to watching that. Not necessarily because I'm even a big fan of Daniel Craig's Bond but I just really enjoy watching those movies when they hit the theaters. I love the Daniel Craig, James Bond movies. Embarrassingly, they're the only ones I've actually watched. Oh. So you should watch some of the, um, the Sean Connery ones. They're really mm -hmm. good. They hold up. We were browsing Amazon prime the other day and a lot of them are on there, which mm -hmm. I didn't know. Yeah. I like, I have them unboxed that. Never, I like, I love James Bond. I don't, I don't know <laughs> if I've ever mentioned that, but. Well, we know what to get Pam for Christmas next year. <laughs> a Daniel Craig dildo. Perfect. How did you know? It, it just, will complete it just has my a collection. On. 
only if it's Daniel Craig from Knives Out with that like molasses thick Southern accent. Yeah. <laughs> you can that put a sweater so on it; it'll just yeah. make my day. <laughs> oh no, then it's a Chris Evans dildo. Ooh. Maybe they have a two for one special. <laughs> You're worth the full price, Pam. <laughs> I mean, everybody knows like Harry Potter is my number one religion. Disney's my second. But I'm going to go with my third, which is musical theater. And I'm so unbelievably excited for the In the Heights mo- movie. Oh, me it too. It's so good. Ugh, I'm so... <laughs> Lin-Manuel is fantastic. This was his first musical on stage. He origina- uh, originated the lead role. It's such a good show, and it is one of the first times that I've seen a show live, actually about almost exactly 10 years ago now, that I saw it live, Front Row Center, in Chicago. I didn't get to see him in it, but it's still amazing. But it is one of the shows that made me feel everything. You feel everything when you see that show and the movie right now with the trailers and the way that Lynn has talked about it, it really embodies what it was on stage. And it's, I think it's such an important story as well, just families immigrating and the struggles that they go through and how hard they work. I have never seen In the Heights, but I know the soundtrack, like forwards and backwards, it is incredible. And actually, the movie might be the first chance that I get to see any kind of performance of that story. So, and the cast of it has some original Hamilton people in it. it like, yep. oh, it's so good. Um, I'm really excited about all of the um, Marvel stuff for next year. Uh, I really want to see Spider Verse two because Spider Verse one was amazing. The animation was great. I heard they're even like teaching. They're using that now in some animation schools to teach like really high level animation because like some of the frames in the movie were intense and uh can't wait for that can't wait for all the marvel shows coming out it'd be very interesting to see how they adapt the big screen people to the small screen so that'd mm-hmm. be cool and uh yeah other than that i'd say probably just the next generation of consoles because the ps5 and the xbox the xbox X. What is it like? One. Well, X. no, it's, it's like the Xbox Series X or whatever it's called. Like they just announced it. Like they announced it like last week. Yeah. And it looked really weird. But I mean, hey, if it comes out with good games, then I'm there for it. So I also am looking forward to the Marvel stuff on Disney Plus specifically. I'm really excited for She Hulk and Miss mm-hmm. Marvel, which are coming further down the line. But those are two characters who I've just been like itching for them to have some movie or show content and i'm really excited for it cool laura what are we going to do in after dark today we're going to be talking about new year's resolutions but i'm going to be holding you guys to actual goal setting no because new year's resolutions so often fail because we don't take time to take very vague and nebulous goals and break them down into attainable milestones. So that's what we're going to be doing today and after dark. Also, 
available on Patreon around Christmas. Look for a bonus episode in which we discuss a list of the best gadgets of the 2010s. This was a lot of fun. Laura, Pam, and I, we discussed everything Mm -hmm. from frayed iPhone cables to Snapchat (laughs) spectacles, which I regret to admit that I did wear, (laughs) Uh, to fidget spinners, to pop sockets, to selfie sticks. Can you believe the selfie stick came into existence over the past 10 years? That, that, That feels as old as the wheel. So we discussed all these things. I was just editing it before doing today's episode, and uh, it's a fun discussion. So look for that over Christmas. It's a little bonus installment to thank you for supporting us. We really do appreciate your support. It goes a long way. Um, We are working on new benefits for 2020, and we'll announce those in the weeks ahead. Um, In the meantime, you do get access to our live streams like this one tonight, which was also open to the public since it was our season finale. You get behind the scenes photos and other previews of of what's going on in our lives throughout the week. You will be eligible for Surprise Bitch. You will also get access to The Landy Show, which is going to be new and improved in 2020. And also our Google Docs, Hashing It Out, our Discord group, lots more, all available at patreon.com slash millennial. We couldn't do this without you. So thank you so much for your support. Can we tease one of the new 2020 benefits that we already have fully formed Uh huh. that we've actually done on today's finale episode? Yeah. Being on video. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, we've already <laughs> like, decided what's, that. <laughs> what's new as I look at Laura? <laughs> 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 yeah, so in the new year, we will be doing the live streams on camera. We've always done these with our cameras off, but now we're going to get dolled up and do this face to face. And I think not only is it going to be more fun for our listeners, but it's also going to be good for us because we can actually see each other. We're going to be able to tell when one of us is about to say something. You know, I can see that Pam right now has been scribbling away for the past 10 minutes. God knows what she's writing. You know, this is the kind of benefits (laughs) that will be available. (laughs) You can see that Mark just turned his camera off, so he's probably going to poop or something. (laughs) Maybe I should have done that before I looked away. (laughs) No, camera's on. You can see my dog like shifting in the chair in the background. As a work from as somebody who works from home, I am going to enjoy actually wearing something nice on Monday nights, and I'm and I'm gonna maybe even do my hair from the so. waist up. <laughs> from yes, the waist of up, course. right? So that's the thing. From the waist down, totally naked. Right. Yes. Exactly. But yeah. <laughs> from the waist up, completely presentable. It's going to mm-hmm. be great. Um, and then you can see like the awkward hand gestures that we all do when we're promoting like ads and stuff yeah, on the show. Yeah, the ads especially. I'm like, because oh I want to um, push things through like, my voice. Right. So like, especially when I'm doing the the third love ads for the bras, which are great. And I wear, She's like, I like <laughs> gesture at my chest throughout the whole thing. So, you know, that's (laughs) some really fun stuff that you'll have access to. I can't wait to see that. I have yet to see this. I'm so excited. It's like size and shape. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to sit here with my my head on my hands just staring at Laura. (laughs) So, uh, again, patreon.com slash millennial is where you will be able to get that in the new year. Thank you so much for supporting us. If you want to get in touch with us today, I actually do think that being on camera makes me a better speaker. I feel like I'm broadcasting. Mm -hmm. It's bringing me back to the high school days. Welcome to the Renegade Morning Show. I'm Andrew, that kid you never talked to. I do feel more accountable. Yeah, that too. Yeah. So yeah, no more picking my nose. That's that's gonna that's gonna be difficult for me. See what's gonna happen though is you're gonna get comfortable and then you will start picking your nose again on camera. Oh yeah. Yep. I'm gonna need a little post-it note. Don't pick it. 
Right. <laughs> Don't go digging. What'll be really fun is when like Andrew says something and then Laura's like, Jesus, what the fuck? But now we can right, see Right, now you can see face. my face like <laughs> or when any of us yawn because the other one's going on a tangent oh my god yeah it's like oh my god can you please stop talking <laughs> if you want to get in touch with us today you can contact us writing by writing directly to millennialshow at gmail.com or you can use the contact form on millennialshow.com also while you're on the website you can fill out the confessional if you have something you would like to tell us anonymously don't forget to follow us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, username Millennial Show. And I think that does it. Jewel, Mark, Pat, thanks for coming on today. You are welcome. It's nice having you back. No problem. You are all Jules. Aww. <laughs> but Jules like, wait. But I'm <laughs> the, the only one. There's <laughs> only one. I'll be Jewel. a gem. Jewels. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I'm Andrew. I'm Laura. I'm Pamela. I'm Jewel. I'm Pat. And I'm Mark. Bye, everybody. Happy New Year. Bye. Happy Holidays. Yes. This is slow. I don't like this version. That's the only way this song is. <laughs>